1: the top stories from the KCBS radio newsroom. This is the All Local.
2: I'm Chris Ancarlo, and here's what's happening. Hundreds of people who live right along the Pajaro River are away from their homes and a huge swath of farmland is underwater. Crews working to fix the levee that breached, leading to the flooding of Pajaro and parts of Watsonville. KCBS's Jennifer Hodges reports the levee has been a point of concern throughout much of this very wet season.
0: This is the worst case scenario for the
1: community of Pajaro. Luis Alejo is chair of the Monterey County Board of Supervisors. He says they made it through the January storms by making some changes to the Pajaro levee, but this time around it was just too much.
0: The floodwaters were too great; they overtopped those added measures that we placed, and unfortunately, we also had part of that levee li- liquefy, and it caused a gap in that levee the size of a, a train car.
1: Now they've reached out to state and federal officials for help as work begins on the levee. The,
0: the damage has been; it's, it's going to be ex- extensive on homes. Um, our shelters are already at capacity. We're moving to open additional shelters. In Watsonville
1: and in Salinas, more than a thousand people were forced to evacuate. Jennifer Hodges, KCBS.
2: And as for the forecast for the communities along the Pajaro River, here's National Weather Service meteorologist Eleanor DuVetter.
3: We're still continuing to see them flood. Um, they're currently, there's river stages at 27.63 feet right now, um, and that. Keeps them in flood stage. Um, we still have a flood warning out for them. Uh, they're gonna. We have a forecast for them dipping down a little bit below uh, flood stage, just briefly. Um, but with the rains coming in, they're gonna jump right back up. And we have a forecast right now cresting at 28.9 feet, which keeps them at um, flood impacts for that area.
2: And as I mentioned, another atmospheric river set to move in tomorrow night. Hit hard on Tuesday. Expecting three to five inches of rain in the mountains. One to two inches in the valleys, only adding to the watershed there. And another impact of the flooding, people who get their water from the Pajaro Sunny Mesa Water District are being told not to drink from the tap. The water district warns that flood water with chemicals that could have gotten into the drinking water, wells and boiling and disinfecting is not enough to make it safe. The district is advising against even using the water to brush teeth or wash dishes and the uh, district says it will notify people once it is safe. A little further south of Monterey County, an evacuation order for the Salinas River downgraded to a warning last night. That order, it was issued initially at 8 o'clock, subsequently downgraded just about 30 minutes later. We're going to travel a little further south in uh, Monterey County and a uh, stretch of Highway 1 near Big Sur closed again. Mudslides and falling rocks reappeared with this week in storms. Caltrans closing the road between Ragged Point in San Luis Obispo County and Dechens Inn in Monterey County. Uh, crews responded to slides and rock falls throughout yesterday and waterfall have appeared at new locations and the soil throughout the coast remains saturated all sorts of just really epic pictures online posted by caltrans repairs will continue today there's no estimated timetable for reopening of course well there is one place in california where the recent round of storms has actually kind of made things better kcbs's kathy whitman reports on how one tourist destination is now looking better
3: the winter storms have created issues for many of us with flooding road closures and damage to homes But at Lake Tahoe, the storms have made the lake look much better. The water is clearer. Jeff Schladow, director of the UC Davis Tahoe Environmental Research Center, says he's been tracking the lake over the past few weeks to see how much the water has mixed.
4: And this year, because of the cold weather, it has mixed All the way to the bottom all the way down to 1600 feet
3: mixing means that the warmer lake water at the top and the colder water with more oxygen at the bottom mix together
4: that water that's at the bottom of the lake is actually the clearest water in the lake and so when this mixing this top to bottom mixing occurs that very clear water is brought up to the
3: surface as a result we see a bright blue crystal lake tahoe at this time He says the lake is a living organism and is responding positively to the cold weather. But it was
4: responding poorly to the the drought we had before this current
3: winter. The water at the lake is expected to stay clear for another couple of weeks. Kathy Whitman, KCBS.
2: Talking a bit about this historic season and some remarkable things that haven't happened in more than a generation. While volunteers are trying to reforest parts of Soma, KCBS's Mike DeWald reports they planted more than 100 trees for
0: Arbor Day. South of Market has some of the least canopy coverage provided by trees in all of San Francisco. This effort at Bessie Carmichael Elementary looks to change that.
1: When folks talk mess about San Francisco, we're going to show them how wonderful it is, how beautiful it is. San
0: Francisco Mayor London Breed says this neighborhood was once thought of as one people drove through to get somewhere
3: else. I just love the opportunity to make San Francisco a greener city, um, especially in areas where we have many high-rises because it's desperately needed. The
0: city is making up for lost time. State Senator Scott Weiner authored a 2016 law that took the onus off of property owners to maintain trees, even ones they didn't plant.
3: It was just a dumb system. It created a a real incentive for homeowners not to want trees by their home.
0: Carla Short is interim director of San Francisco Public Works. She says trees provide important benefits to communities.
3: We didn't used to have to worry about heat in San Francisco, but now we're seeing we have extreme heat days. So having trees provides shade pulls things down. It's
0: also an issue of equity. Short says low-income neighborhoods often have fewer trees. In San Francisco, Mike DeWald,
2: KCBS. So do you have a clunker that you want to trade in for a new EV? KCBS's Jim Taylor reports if you live in the San Joaquin Valley, you may be eligible for a program that enables just that.
4: First, we are talking about a region that does have some of the worst air pollution and poverty in the country. It's part of the overall State of California plan how to start to reduce carbon emissions as well as really benefit the communities that are already hardest hit by climate change. Tom Knox heads up the nonprofit Valley Can, that's clean air now, partnering with General Motors, offering some pretty great trade-in deals for people who can probably at least afford it. How do we make sure that the folks who are already hardest hit by climate change? get the benefits first. By offering nearly $10,000 toward the cost of an electric vehicle from GM.
2: Now the problem we have, we've got way more demand um, than there is supply of affordable uh, used electric vehicles.
4: So there's a waiting list.
2: A long waiting list, probably a year or more at this point.
4: Wow. Uh, but hey, the, the price of success in this case. The price of success. That wait is being eased with the announcement of a pipeline of Chevy Bolts on the way